אוקיי, okay, this week לפרשת שבוע is וישב יעקב אבינו that we learned last week after 20 years living with לבן not easy person to deal with On the way home, taking him two years, slowly, slowly, not rushing, and then he getting into Kiryat Arba, Hebron, and there he decide, Baruch Hashem, the problem with Esav is resolved, the problem with Lavan is behind them, Yev. He had a problem with Dina, like we learned last week, in the partial last week. Baruch Hashem, now he wants to sit comfortable. You know, to be comfortable, relax. He's not young anymore. We know, Yaakov, you know, at this time, we can say exactly his age, because it's very easy. If you say was 17 years, 17 year old 22 Rashi mentioned, I think, the first time he was 87, I think so. Close to be 87. I think so. No, it's not two years exactly till he got to Eretz Israel. It took him two years to get to Kiryat Arba to be with his father. Because on the way, he stopped in Beit El. Beit Lechem, where Rachel passed away. He went to Shechem, yeah. he stopped in Beit El, so he traveled around till he got back to uh, Kiryat Arba to be with his father. So, we have a teacher, you know, like 147 minus 39, with like 112, something like this, I write? 112. So Yaakov is already 112. He already taking social security for a long time. <laughs> He collected social security for a long time and now he said, you know what? And he worked until really old age. Uh-huh. So now, until 110 he worked. He was working. So now he wants to sit comfortable, to be okay, to see his children, grandchildren, to be happy. What's happening right away is a new story. Yosef. Yosef is one, almost the youngest one. After Yosef is only one, Benjamin. Benjamin is the one after Yosef. And Yosef is 17 years old. And he have a fight. What is a fight with his brother? Yosef have a special strip. You know, clothes, clothing. It's not exactly the clothing at this time, you know, this was one gown coming from up to down. Right. And Yosef have a special colorful one. And the brother 
Don't like this idea. The Gemara actually mentioned a person not allowed to make a change between the kids. You cannot give one kid something more and one less. When you have at home two, three, four, five, six, seven children, whatever, you need to put all the children make it equal. So you can do one time this getting this, one time this getting this, but you cannot do one child getting more than all the rest. Because the Gemara is saying the cause of making our grandfather, the Shvatim, the tribes to go to Egypt, this was the different Yaakov gave extra to Yosef. And the Gemara actually mentioned was what the cost of this special strip gown of Yosef was two slime. Two slime is two coins, two silver coins or whatever this was. Just two coins more. And this what happened, everybody become jealous about Yosef. And this what caused later to go to Egypt. The question is, we know that Hashem promised Avraham Avinu that he will go to Egypt. He will go so why the Gemara actually, why the Gemara saying, oh, this is the cause, the two coins? Because Hashem have many ways to make us go to Egypt. It's many ways. Why the cause, the cause of the way to go to, to, go to Egypt, this was the story with Yosef. We need to learn something from it. We need to learn that when we have couple of, when we have children, we don't give one child more than the rest. So Yosef, with his brother, he have one day, he have a dream. What the dream? We know, we're sitting in the field, we harvest. My peck is standing in the middle, all the rest of them around, and everybody bowing, bowing, bow, I would say bow, bowing, bow. Yeah, yeah, but majority, many, all of them, so, uh, all of them? Bowing. bowing, yeah, bowing down to buy, to buy one, okay, the brother getting really, 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 really angry, he said, are you guys want to control us, you want to be, to tell us what to do, you want to be the king, no, okay, now, Yosef, dreaming another one and everybody knows the second dream with the sun and the moon and the 11 stars yeah. now what happening the first time when he's telling the story to his brothers the brothers really getting upset they shout, they, they, they screaming at him oh you want to be the king but in the second dream he's telling his brother hey please listen I have another dream. Okay. The brother listen, all the brother listening, but they say nothing. They, there's no response at all. No response at all. Beginning to end, is no response. Okay. Now what Yosef doing? At the night, in the evening, they're eating dinner. They're sitting together. So he telling the story, the dream, he's telling it again. Now everybody's sitting in dinner, his father, all the brother, he's sitting together now, he's telling again to his father and brother again at dinner. The father getting angry, telling him, do you think that me and your mother that actually passed away, 
we're going to come to bow to bow down for you. What, what are you talking about? But his father, the reason his father doing it, Rashi telling us he didn't want that the brother will hate him, will fight him. So, but the question here, why in the first dream the brother was screaming about him? Why? Angry. Second time, they're not angry. They don't say anything. You can look in the Torah. First time, the brothers are really, really upset and angry and yelling at them. Second time, they don't say anything. And Yosef, telling to his father, again, he's telling the story again to his father, the dream, and then his father yelling at him. Okay. So this is the question that Farshim actually asking at the parasha. What the difference between the first dream and the second dream? And why the brother are responding in the first one and not in the second one. The Gemara in Brachot, the ninth chapter in Brachot, saying that every dream goes according to the mouth. So this is the reason when somebody telling you a dream, you have to tell him it's something good. Because if the guy will go to someone that don't like him, he will tell him a bad interpreter, interpretation, and... The guy, you know, the guy probably, you know, we don't want to happen, but he can get like a bad result from a dream. Sure. So you have all the time to say good. Every dream say good because the dream actually following what the interpretation later, this is what the dream will go to. Right. So Yosef know it. So Yosef coming to his brother the first time, he telling them, you know, we sit again, we, we in the field, we we harvesting the, 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 the weed, the wheat. Okay, what the brother telling him? Do you want to be the king? What you talking about? Okay, Yosef is very happy now. Why? They gave him they gave they gave him the good answer what he wanted to hear. Yosef wanted to hear that he's going to be the king. So they gave it to him. Now the brother, a minute later, the brother the brothers realized what mistake they did? They gave Yosef the right answer, what he really wanted to get. So by the second dream, the brother, he telling the brother, oh, this is the dream, a sun, moon, 11 stars. The brother say, yeah, this is not going to happen again. We're not going to tell you the good answer. No, no, no. Leave us alone. Stay with your dream. But Yosef, you have a dream and you want the good one. He want the good interpretation that he going to be a king. So what he doing now, the same trick he did to his brother with the first dream, he doing the same trick to his father now. So now in dinner he's sitting and he's telling his father again, this is the second time he's telling the dream, and then his father, he's the one to give him the right answer what he's looking for. And now when a dream coming twice, now this is the reason the father saving and waiting, the Torah of the father saving and waiting what going to happen. We know by the end of the parasha, we have another dream. We have the dream of the baker, yeah, the two servants, the baker, and the... The wine, the wine, I would say, the, the barman, I don't know if it's a barman, it's the winery, wine I know. Wine steward, huh? Wine steward. Wine steward, okay. So, we know that Yosef, 
getting up in the morning, you see those two guys, they're upset, we have a dream, we don't know the answer. And the first guy, what are you telling yourself? I holding is a wine, is a geffen. Huh? Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a grape tree, and it's three different branches with three different pieces, you know, grapes. And I squeeze the grapes, and now I putting it in the cup, and I give him the cup to pour. What you have to the game? The three branches is three days, and three days is the bird of Paro, and we know that Paro will take you back to be again the seven. The second guy, what is saying? Take O on my head is three basket with cakes, bread, everything, every good, bake good, let's put it this way. Bread, everything, everything is a ba- baking, a baking good. Okay. So, and the birds eating, the birds eating out of the uh, basket. So what Yosef telling him, in three days, Paro going to hang you. So what she telling us is very simple. The one, the, the wine, he had a fly in the cup. So this can happen. And the other guy had... A, actually it was some stones in the cake and this is actually he was supposed this is actually he co- if he was actually cleaning the flower this that was happening right. but the question now is about Yosef if Yosef know that everything going according to the mouth everything the interpretation this is what will be with the dream why Yosef was no the wine guy is okay, he will be back but the baker Yosef want him dead Yosef want him dead? if, if we were like what we, we were saying before yeah. that every dream going after the interpretation so if Yosef was telling and what is the difference, this saying three and this saying three this saying he have this and what is the difference? Why this guy Yosef chose to give him a good interpretation and this guy Yosef chose and this one Yosef chose to give him that he will be hanged. Why? So it's a couple of answers about it. But we'll go with the first one then we'll go something a little bit deep. One of it we, uh, we can explain by example with a story about a guy he was a painter he was painting to the king all type of nice painting one day this guy he made a paint the paint actually have inside a man holding on his head a man, a man in the paint is a man holding on his head a basket with a foot now he put it outside to show his art and the beards was getting confused with the fruit, confused with the fruit, and the birds was coming and trying to eat the fruit from the basket by the picture, by the painting. The king really, really loved this picture. 
But the king wanted to hear what people have to say on this painting. So he say, if somebody can tell me one reason why not to hang it in my castle, so I would like to hear. I will give him something, some prize, whatever. Okay. So everybody was impressed with the picture, how nice, even the birds getting confused, they tried to eat the fruit, yeah. Okay. With one smart man, he looked at the picture again and again and again and said, you know what, something is wrong here. What wrong? Say so usually, the fruit look real, but the men don't look real. If the man was looked real, the birds that was coming to it from the food, they need to be scared. So the man, the fruit look real, but the men don't look real. The same thing with the baker and the wine, wine store. Yeah. The same thing. The guy, the baker, the, the birds, don't afraid from him. They come, they eat from the basket, and his head is meaning this is a dead body, this is a dead person. So this is the reason Yosef knew this is a dead person. But still, the question is still why Yosef did not give him a good interpretation. Why? Oh, Paro will hang you and the birds will eat your flesh. Why? If we still, this is not still answering, this is still not answering the question why Yosef didn't give him a good interpretation to this. Baker. Poor Baker. <laughs> they hang him. How, how could he? He was telling him the truth. I mean, should he lie to him? No. The Gemara say, you go, with the interpretation, this what giving, the this what will be the result of the dream. Isn't he just giving him the truth? But the Gemara saying everything go according to the mouth. Actually, I, I don't know if we will have time. What is the time now? Twenty hours. Nobody's in a rush. Ah. No, because I, we can go. We can we can actually put another story from the Gemara in Brachot, uh, chapter nine about a guy by the name Bar Hedia. The Gemarim Brachot telling a story, a very famous story about a guy by the name Bar Hedia. His job, why his job was, he had a clinic for people, they had a dream. Like you know, they have today all these people, they're reading by your hand, yeah. they're reading cards, all type of stupid things, yeah, I don't know. He's living, interpreting dreams. Yeah, so his job. Yeah. Sure. So people used to walk into his clinic, and the Gemara telling us a story about two Amoraim, one Abaye, one Rava. Both of them dreamed the same dreams, dream exactly. What they saw in the dream, they saw sentences, psukim, from the parasha of the Tochecha, the parasha we have, like in the Chukotai, Kitetze, all the cursing, all the thing, what can happen. So, they saw, they saw like a, like a story, how this is going, oh, for one pasuk, I remember now, the Torah telling us that your bull will be shecht in front of your eye, but you not will eat from it. So both of them saw the same pasuk in the dream. Okay, Abaye paid, Rava didn't want to pay him. Actually, he didn't know you need to pay him, this is what the Gemara said. So Abaye 
gave him a couple of dollars and the guy told him, yeah, you know, this is not meaning that you bull will be actually shecht, but you not will eat out of it. It's meaning that your business will be so success, you not will have time to eat from the meat. You will have a nice meal with a steak, but you, the business will be so success, you not will have time to sit and eat. Okay. Another pasuk. Now, Rava, when Rava walked in, what he told them? Your business will go down. This, he, he told them, this is actually going to happen. Another pasuk. We have another pasuk telling us, Boys and girls you will have, but you, they will go as a prisoners. So Abaye came, gave him money. So he told him, I will tell you what the problem. The problem will be that you and your wife will have argue about shiduchim. Your wife will want that the children will take the shiduch from her family, and you will want that your children will take the shiduch from your family. And your wife will win in the end, and they will marry from people from her family. So this will will look to you like like you lost them, but it's not really. Is that something bad? Okay, the, the, the end result they will be married, you will have grandchildren, don't be worried. Okay, Rava told, didn't pay him, so what he told them? The children will die. And this what happened. Okay, then both of them, what was another pasuk there? The Torah telling us, Shat Te'ares, you will engaged to a woman, but someone else uh, will marry her, okay? So, uh, so Abaya came with the story. So, what was, what was his answer? I don't remember now, but he told them, I don't remember what he told them, but actually with Rava, I think he told them also something between argue between him and his wife, and his wife will win again something. And but Rava, he told them, yeah, your wife will die. Then he came with another pasuk. He told them you will you will divorce. Then he got he told them the same pasukim. He told Rava, he told Ben, he told them you. If we have Gemara and Brachot, I can bring it. This will be much easy instead of me guessing. You know what? I will run up and bring Brachot. One minute. Ah. Yeah, definitely. I'm just going to pause the uh, recorder. Yeah, we'll absolutely. Go up. Yeah, sure. sure, sure, sure. So actually, let's read, let's see it from the Gemara because there's many things here. So, okay. So we start here about we start with the bull to Abaye, like he told them. You know, your business will run, will be success. You not will have time to eat. And to Rava, he told them your business will lose money and because you will be so upset you not will feel like well, you want to eat any steak or anything okay about another pasuk you will have children and they will go as a prisoner right so to Rava he told them this is going to happen you're going to lose the children to Abaye he told, he told them that your daughters will get married to nice boys but they will live a little bit far so this will look to you like they went into a like as a prisoner. <coughs> now another pasuk, your children, your boys and girls will be in a, in a strange uh, nation. 
some strange nation will take them. So this is what I told you. To Rabbi, I told them, yeah, your children will be prisoners. To Rabbi, I told them, like I told you, your wife will want them to get married from her family. And she will win. But to Rabbi, to Rabbi, I told them, your wife is going to die. And you will get married to a different woman. And actually, your stepmother is not the same mother. Okay. Then both of them saw a nice <coughs> pasuk. The pasuk, what we say in the end of the poet, this according to the father, we say, go home and eat your bread. You guys say too, eat your bread and drink your wine, mm-hmm. because Hashem, uh, like what you do, you know about we say by the end of Kippur. So, lechol besimcha lachmecha. So Abaye, he gave him money. He told him, yeah, eat, enjoy your food, enjoy your wine. Happiness. Torava didn't give him money. What he can tell about it? He told him, no, you will say this pasuk to yourself to forget about your depressed depression. He actually moved it to the other side. Did he learned about the first one that he should have given him some money? He didn't do about it. You think he learned? Okay. Seriously. Okay, then the Gemara brings another pasuk, the pasuk that's speaking about Philin, the Rao Kolamei Aretz, all the nation will see that the name of God and you, and they will be, have a fear from you. So, to Abaye gave him money, told him you will be Rosh Yeshiva, and everybody will respect you. To Rabbi told them, the treasure of the king, Somebody will break in and will steal money from the treasure of the king. And somehow this will lead, I don't know how, but they will say that you, one of the thieves, so you stole it, and this will lead to you. And then everybody will say, Frava is a big rabbi, he stole money, he broke into the king treasure. And everybody will say, you know, how come he's a rabbi and this will be a very big shame. Okay, so... Okay, so just as many other psukim I don't want. Uh, okay, let's bring you a lot, a lot of story what happened. So the Gemara they say, Rava told them I saw my teeth the day falling. He told them your children will die. He say I saw two pigeons are flying away. I was holding two pigeons and both of them flew away. So he told them, you will marry another woman and you will divorce and you will marry the second one and you will divorce the second one too. And, and everything, and everything actually, the Gemara is saying here. Okay, then Rava told them, I saw in my dream two turnip, two ter- turnip, ter- turnips. Turnips, for the vegetables. Yeah, the turnips look like a... Yeah, it's, it's a root vegetable. Let's get this way. A big beef with purple... Yeah. <laughs> so I told him, I saw two of those in my dream. What is meaning? I told him, oh, this meaning that you will get two bends with a stick on your head. You know, he was so upset from all the things he heard from him. He said, you know what? 
I want to go to the shul, I want to go to Beit HaMidrash, I will sit and learn all day, I will forget about it. Okay, so he was sitting all day in Beit HaMidrash, sitting and learning. In the evening, he decided to go home. And on the way home, he saw two blind people, they fighting. Two blind people are fighting. So he, he felt bad and he, he tried to separate, to make a separation between them. <coughs> Just, you know, the blind people this time, they didn't have like the stick we have today, is more sensitive. They used to have a stick, but a wood one, a good wood one. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they got angry about them and tried to separate the fight. Both of them gave him one on his head. <laughs> Just like you said in a dream. No, he saw just two. <laughs> so we see, we see from the Gemara here the same dream. Many things the same dream. To one guy, he gave him a good result. The other one, he gave him a bad result. Okay, now, then, okay, now Rava learned that if you give later on, he find out that if you give the guy money, he will give you, he will give you a good answer. Okay, so. He started to give him money. He, told him, he gave him money, and now the Gemara say, a couple of days later, later he ran, he, he was dreaming about a wall, a big wall falling. So he told him, oh, you will buy, you will have a good deal, you will buy like a very big, like entire block, let's say, like really, really, you will get a very good deal on real estate. And this is what happened. Okay, then... Okay, then... Then he was dreaming, then... I, I skip a couple of things because a lot, but... Then he was dreaming, you know, the Halel, we say in uh, Pesach... All the Halel, in Pesach we say the long Halel with Hodu and uh, Nishmat and everything. So he saw this Halel in his dream. So the guy, and he gave him money again. Like, he, like you know, he need to give money. And he told him, you know, now... Told him, you know, you miracle is going to happen to you, big miracle. Okay. A day later, a day, two days later, both of them, we're we're Rava meeting the guy. His name was Bar Hedia. If I didn't tell you, his name Bar Hedia. They're going up into a ship, probably to cross the river or something, to cross the ocean probably toward the, toward the Persian Bay, whatever. So, so Rav Sibahede said, oh, what's up, how are you doing? Come sit next to me. Baredia looked at him. He looked at himself. He said, you know what? I gave this guy answer that miracle going to happen to him. With a guy like this, I don't want to be. Why? Can be the ship will drown and, and I will die and he will stay alive because miracle going to happen to him. So he decided that he will get up and he will run down. He will, he will get off the ship before the ship leave. Mm-hmm. So he ran down, but only one thing he forgot. He forgot his book there. Mm-hmm. Book, book. He had a book. Now, Rava was holding the book and trying to run after him. Hey, mister, you forgot your book. But the guy was so like, I need to go off. Because it's dangerous to stay with this guy with the miracles. I need to get off the ship. So 
So he didn't listen and he left the book there. Okay. Rava said, you know what? He not here. We need to go to his house to give him the book later. But let's see. Can I can learn something from the book? The Gemara saying, Rava opened the book. Start to read, read. What one of the first thing he learning from the book? This was the book how to interpret a dream. He say. The first thing you're learning in the book, everything go according to the mouth. What you say? This is what we might do. Okay, now Rava got really, really, really upset about that because now he said that this guy made his life miserable for a couple of dollars. He made his life miserable because a couple of dollars. Okay, so what he did when he got back to Bavel. He went to the guy home. He knocked on the door. Told him, hello. You forgot your book. But I will tell you, I read your book. <laughs> and I can tell you one thing I know. That only because of money, you didn't have no mercy on me. And my kids died, everything happened. Told him, I mochel I, I on everything. Except one thing. He was married with the daughter of Rav Chasda. This was Rav Chisda. I think, yeah. You say, he was married to the daughter of Abhizda, that she was tzadeket, but he divorced her, and he was very upset about it. So he told him, on everything, I mochel. I don't care about the money, other things. But one thing, I not mochel, is about me divorcing the daughter of Abhizda, and he cares him that he will fall with someone that not will have a mercy on him. So Barhedia, he saved Tzadik, like Rava gave him a curse, this is going to happen. So the only way to do can be, you know, that Galut, exile is Mechaper, you know, people go to exile, so this can help. So he decided to leave Babylon and he went to Rome. And by Rome, 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 Italy. He went to Rome. And there he need to make a business, you know, he need to make a living. So he opened again a clinic there. And the same thing, you know, you give him money. He's okay, you don't give him money. One, yeah, one day came to him, one day came to him, the guy that's working, he's the guy that's in charge of the suit and the coat of the king. He told him, I saw in my dream a worm eating my little finger. They told him, give me money, I will give you answer. He didn't want to give money. So the guy left. The day after, he told him, I saw a worm eating two, three fingers. They told him, give me money, I will give you answer. He didn't want to give money, money he left. In the third day, the guy came say, I saw a worm eating my entire hand. He told him, you have to pay me, I have to give you any answer without paying. So the guy told me, I don't want to pay you. You have to tell it me without, without money. So he told me, you want me to tell you without money? No problem. He told them, how you call, ah, the name of it is Mat, Mat. The, the worm that eat clo clothing, coats. Mat. Mat, yeah, M-O, yeah. So he told them, what will happen? The entire coat and the suit of the king will be eaten by a moth. Okay. He left. He sat in his, in his, in his uh, clinic, in his house. A couple of weeks later, the king needed to travel. 
and he asked from the guy, go to my closet, to my closet room, bring some coats, bring some suits, I need. The guy coming, all the suits falling apart, the moth ate all of them. Yeah. The king looked at them, he told them, you're supposed to take care of it, you're supposed to take them out to take care, and not to leave this wonder. What, what happened? But you know what? They want to punish him, to hang him. So he say, but this is not me. And probably he knew the answer. That this the guy told him, you know, the, you know the Jewish guy there. <laughs> I dream, I was dreaming about the war meeting my hand, and he told me that the mat will eat the entire room. Right. Yeah, of the king. The king knew that the, actually the cause of the damage is this guy Barhedia. He brought him in, you know, he brought him in custody, he brought him in, he told him, I have one question. Because couple of dollars, this guy need to pay you. I need to lose all my suit, hundreds of suit and hundreds of coats. Because a stupid guy like you, because two, three dollars, I need to lose thousands of dollars. What was the judgment? The Gemara telling us the judgment was how they killed them. The Gemara saying they took two cedar trees. They took one cedar from this side. They took it down. You know how they bend it down this way? They bend down another cedar tree from this one. They tie them together. Then they tie two legs to the two cedar tree and then they open it in one second. And he got cut into half. This is what the Gemara said. The guy with the sun Interpreter. Yeah. The interpreter. So this actually was the cause of the curse of Rava. So just this reason I brought the story to show you can be the same dream to two people and every result will be different because the guy that okay. gave... Yeah, the guy that gave him the answers. What was that supposed Did he say that, he, that, his, that his, the interpretation was not coming from him, that it was coming from Hashem? Yes, yeah, so now this will go next parasha. But also this will be. But I will tell you why. Because in this case, Rashi telling us that Yosef, they was dreaming the dream, and everyone was dreaming the answer for the other guy and Yosef actually was dreaming too and he knew so Yosef was understand this is a some reason for Hashem okay so now the question now so why Yosef we're going back to the question why Yosef to the baker did not give him the answer what is the time now? 8 o'clock okay 2 minutes we'll finish 2 minutes so we have in Ma- we have an answer but with a sefer called the Sefer Pituche Chotam actually wrote by Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzira. He was the grandfather of the Babasali, that you know probably more. He actually buried in Egypt. How he buried in Egypt with his Moroccan. The answer was that he was planning to do Aliyah. And he went all the way to Egypt, and in Egypt he got sick, and he died there, and he got buried there. But actually he was coming from Morocco to do Aliyah to Eretz Israel, and this was on the way. He passed away there in Egypt. In a small town, this section was not many Jews there at all. Small town called Dimanhor, is a little bit before Cairo, Mortot, Israel. So he got buried there, and when he died there, 
He actually, it was a very small community, but he told them, you know, that was the will of Hashem that I will die and will be buried there. So in his sefer called Pituchei Chotam, he answering this question very nice. He said, definitely Yosef to the baker, was can give him answer, Paro will take you back, you will be a servant again. He was can give him a good answer. But Yosef didn't want to. Why? This is the question. So he's telling that in Egypt at this time what the story of Yosef was in the news. Everybody knew about it, everybody knew the story, everybody knew what happened with the wife of Potiphar. But the people, some were saying Yosef is tzaddik, he's innocent, he didn't did anything, this is the wife of Potiphar, she's the problem, she caused everything, Yosef didn't did anything. And some people say, you know, this guy is a slave, Jewish guy. He's just a young guy, 17 year old. Yeah, probably he did something. So the people in Egypt was, had two different ideas between if Yosef is right or not. If the wife of Potiphar, she made the trouble or Yosef is the troublemaker. And by the dream, you can see what everyone thought about Yosef. So, the wine is too warm. He telling Yosef, I see three branches. The three branches similar to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Why Geffen? Why wine? We know that a grape tree you cannot put with another, you cannot. Uh, no. Grapes cannot be made. You can do it with orange, you can do it with all other trees, sure. but not with grape tree. Grape tree is grape tree, and this is the reason we sing in a wedding, in Vagefen, in Vagefen, like this really matching, because it's not exactly Geffen and Geffen is not matching. So he's telling Yosef, tree is Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, the tree branches is Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and you actually result of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, like a Geffen cannot be put together with any other different tree, you also. You are pure, you didn't put with any different other tree. Not only this. Now, he taking the grape and he squeezed the grape. Right? This is the result of Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. is the wine, this is Yosef. Now, the only drink that the bracha become elevating, elevating the bless, the bracha, is the geffen. Let's say we take an orange, it's borei priyayetz. We squeeze it in shayakol. Right. Okay? So every, the bracha going down. Uh-huh. The only thing the bracha elevating, coming up, is the grape. So you're telling yourself, you're the result of the grape. Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and you actually upgrade. You, you are the real thing from Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. So Yosef look at them and say, oh, you're on my side. No problem. Three days. <laughs> the answer is three days. You will be back in your job, Paro will take care of you. Now the other guy, what is he telling him? I have on my head three baskets. Okay, three baskets compared to Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. The three Avot, three great-grandfathers. Now what happening? The birds coming and eating. We know that the bird eats from everywhere. If he fly, find the food, he stop. He still, if he go in the field, someone else's field, 
We know in the Torah, in Parashat Vaikra, we do not sacrifice the kishke of the beard, the intestine. Why? Because the Torah telling us that, that the beard eating is stealing when he's eating. It's gross. Not only gross, but the Torah saying the reason Rashi brings there because the beard eating gazel is stealing when he so the guy, the baker, telling yourself, yeah, Avram Yitzhak in Yaakov, they was very great. But you are the beard on top. You, you put your eye, you stole something that belonged to you. In Hebrew, we also say when somebody's mind all over, they saying you have a beard in his head. They say this in his mind. They say something in, in America, the same thing. Mm-mm. Somebody have a beard in his mind. Bird brain, but bird yeah. brain. Okay. <laughs> in Hebrew, we say Siporim Bamuach. He have his brain all over. So we say he have, have birds in his brain, like Siporim Bamuach. Yeah. Okay. So this what this what the baker telling yourself. He telling yourself. You see, Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov are the three baskets, but you on top, but you stealing. You 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 not innocent. So Yosef say okay. For a guy like you, we need to get rid of. Okay, three days, Paro will hang you. And this is actually that Yosef was can give the right answer and to tell him, give him a good interpretation. But Yosef say no. A guy like this, they think that I am a sinner and he don't like Jews really. It's a way to take care of him, not me. Paro will do it. So he gave him the wrong interpretation. So Bezrat Hashem. This is a little bit vision about dreams and uh, about the parasha beginning with two dreams, ending with the two dreams. And next week parasha we have another dream. So, <laughs> okay. So this is about uh, parasha Vayeshev. Thank you.